0: This is Channel Attitude, your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh, shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's
1: best-kept secret. I am the anti christ of professional wrestling! I can't run the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. You're the editor, right? did it! the I'm from New York. I'll get downright nasty.
0: This is Vince Russo's The Brand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Our our poor Shohei is all banged up, Stevie. He's got to get elbow surgery. Now now he's got an oblique. He can't even hit anymore, bro. I guess guess pitching and playing every game may have taken its toll over the year, man. I'm going to tell you what's
0: wrong with Shohei Otani. Go ahead. Life in the West is too much for him. His mentality and his body, mind and soul, is not built for the West.
1: Explain that. You mean our country as a whole? Break that, break that down for me and explain that to me. Brother, if he was
0: born here and raised here, then he'd be built for it. It's too much for him, brother. Too it's much too what? much. Too much. Too much. What, Stevie? He's famous, man. He's become famous, and in the West, when you become famous, everything is thrown at you, brother. Who knows how many gals he got up in his hotel room on the road, brother? You know, hanging out, hanging out with these guys, that's out doing this, that, and the other because you want to be one of them. You know, bro, that kind of, there is some truth to what
1: Stevie's saying because that kind of happened to me. When when I beat a junior, pillar to post, and walked out of that ring, the WCW heavyweight champion, I I experienced some of that, Stevie. I experienced some of what Shohei's going through. So I think you might be onto something, man.
0: You're You're not getting the same nutrition as you do. From your homeland, even though you might order, you might go down to the local Benihanas. <laughs> <laughs> okay?
1: <laughs> do you think? Do you think when he, when goes, they, you think when he goes to down to the local Benihanas, the the dude flips the shrimp right in? Short yeah, of yeah, yeah, All right, Very
0: nice. Very nice. You know that that's what. That shrimp came right down by Mexico. That that shrimp didn't come from the ocean by Japan. That didn't come from over there, bro. (laughs) Come on, man. He's not getting the same nutrition. What I'm saying is this. And you know the the major leagues here are not like the major leagues in Japan. Mm -hmm. Brother, they're playing 162 games, bro. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's true. Yep. Over in Japan, I don't think they pay maybe 60, 70 games, something like that. It's totally different, bro. Yeah. It's totally different. So I think the workload, what I'm bo- boiling everything down to, the workload, bro. You just are not going to survive with that kind of workload. Everything is different today mentally. You know, right now, the NBA has just came up with different rules to penalize people for load management. And things like that. Did you hear that? I did not hear that. Tell me about that. It just came out today. It okay. just released it today. There are certain people, if they're not over a certain age and so on, and they haven't played this many hours or this many days and so on and so forth. I can't break it down. I'm just, all this is I'm off the top of my head of seeing it earlier. Yeah, they're going to start finding players for load management if they're not over a certain age and so on and so forth. Okay. Because the NBA, you know, I see people on social media, I'm quite sure you do too, with the LeBron James and Michael Jordan argument that I've already said on this show many times that this is orchestrated by the people that's making money from it. But nobody don't want to believe me. You know, Stevie Ray don't know nothing. (laughs) Don't nobody want to believe me. You know, until Scottie Pippen come out and tell you the truth, then everybody wants to, oh, Stevie Ray said that first. Yeah, I said it first. Because I'm from the business, and I'm from the streets, and I know how it goes. But anyway, you have people bringing up the comparison. Michael Jordan Versus LeBron James. Well, back in 1922, Jordan played uh, uh, 80 games out of 82. He played uh, 82 games and all this kind of stuff. Well, back in the 80s, brother, it was different. People think it was tougher then. But you have to look at what surmises tougher. The game was a half-court game then. It's not a half-court game anymore. Is running up and down the court. You see what I'm saying yeah, for no, 48 don't. minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You can't rest anymore. And why do you think you have the catastrophic injuries you got in basketball, football, and even baseball today? You didn't have those kind of. My boy oh. Dave Concepcion. Never. You remember Dave Concepcion? Oh, shortstop,
1: Cincinnati Reds. You remember George Foster? Oh. Uh, uh well he was a giant and then they gave him away to the Reds. You remember Johnny Bench? Best catcher in the history of baseball. They played all the time. Am I lying? They never missed a game. Never. Pete Rose never missed the game. Uh, Joe, Joe Morgan never missed. Cesar Geronimo yes never missed, the- never missed the game. The Big
0: Red Machine never missed the game. Now. You see the difference now? Yeah. It's a big difference now. It's a big difference in sports now. That is why this generation, that's not from our generation, Vince, does not understand. The human body is bigger, stronger, faster. Now we can give that to all athletics, but it's more put on the human body mentally and physically. And you just break down. I don't give a crap what nobody says. Do you honestly think these professional wrestlers today could work the schedules that we worked back in the day?
1: No way. Absolutely not.
0: No way. Because you are doing, even though they're smaller and more athletic, it would break down if they had to do all these acrobatic and aerodynamic type things. 320. I worked one year. Three hundred and seventeen days.
1: Jeez, bro. That's crazy.
0: Three hundred and seventeen days, Vince. Now take that and have to do these kind of matches that you see three hundred and seventeen days it. in a row. Forget about it. You couldn't you couldn't do it two weeks in a row. Think about that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to cast expersions on nobody. No, I just bro, want that, people that's a fact. I just want yeah. people to see. The right. difference of generations. Guys, back in the day, you know, like Dick the Bruiser and all the other, the Ernie Lads and this, that, and the other. They wasn't the big jacked up guys and very physical, in shape looking guys like you see today. But they worked all day, every day. But the, but the specimen breaks down like an old donkey back in the 1800s and his hoof. It's bad from pulling a wagon. <laughs> okay? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's totally different. Totally different. So, I'm just making I'm just making this comparison to, to Shohei Ohtani, who is a foreigner. Yeah. Who is a foreigner? I don't know what kind of Japanese, even the Japanese girls ain't the same. The, what about the geisha, the geishas? The geisha is not
1: the same. No, man. They're fake. They're fake. You had
0: a geisha or two in your day.
1: That's what you're telling me?
0: Look, I need you to pay attention.
1: (laughs) That's what I need you to
0: do. Okay? I need you to pay attention and stop trying to put me in when I'm trying to to edify people. You know, you want to put me in the cell. But I'm just saying. Go ahead. You I'm just. The, you,
1: you brought the geisha girls into it, not me. Go ahead, Steve. I
0: didn't bring the geisha. I just said Japanese girls. I didn't say geishas. Okay. They're okay. totally different.
1: It's okay. <laughs> totally different.
0: He get that when he get back home. He ain't gonna get that until he get back home. Okay. He can't wait to go home. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> he can't wait <laughs> to get out of Benny Hunters. He can't wait. Get some old fashioned, good old fashioned Japanese cooking. But I'm just saying, it's too much, man. You're right. Shohei Ohtani, in my opinion, Vince, um, Vince, you knew this was going to happen. Yeah. You knew eventually it was going to happen. You didn't think it was going to happen this year, but you know, you knew it was going to happen because swinging that bat, swinging that bat and then throwing that ball, yeah. that is taxing Yeah. mentally and physically, bro. It's, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. To do it at the highest level. Of that sport.
1: Yeah, I, I just I just hate the fact that it's coming at a time when he's a free agent next year. And because of these injuries, man, he could be leaving tens of millions of dollars on the table.
0: That Not sport. necessarily, though. You don't think? Not necessarily. If he gives up one, I think he'll be okay. Yeah. But the well, thing he- is, he's already said, if I can't do both, I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? He's got a problem yeah. with it. So I yeah. really don't know, Vince. What if he gives let me ask you this. What if he gives up one?
1: Well, I mean, with 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 Tommy John type surgery, he, he can pitch for 15 months, even if he wants to. So he, he's definitely not gonna pitch in
0: 2024. Now think about this. This guy's a 40 home run guy, easily. Fifty imagine if fifty, 50. 50. okay. Fifty. Yeah. Imagine if he concentrated only on that. Yeah, man, that's crazy. It's crazy, Stevie. What do you think?
1: No, I, I, I absolutely, absolutely, yeah. He's that good.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. I think that's what's happening with our with everything with sports today. You got to do so many interviews. You remember back in the day, the guys didn't have the off the field type stuff that went on like they do today. Yeah. That you got to be lined up for this many interviews, this many podcasts, this many, you know, just in your city alone. Commercials, endorsements, movie roles, TV roles,
1: late night talk shows. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you're one of the guys. Wrestling wrestling scrums. Scrums, bro. (laughs) They didn't have those back in your day, the scrums. That could take a lot out of everybody. To scr- I, I, I saw people get beat up over the
0: scrums. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. I, I like Shohei also. You know, I just yeah. had a conversation. You will like this. I just had a conversation. Uh, was it last week, a week before last, with um Sonny Ono, who is a j- proud Japanese man. And I didn't know how proud he was until Shohei Ohtani and the Japanese team was in the baseball finals last year. And he called in and can't do the show. Hey, man, I'm not going to be able to make the show tonight. For what? You just we're, we're, you know we we'll go on in five minutes. Oh, uh, I want to watch the uh baseball. Like baseball? What's going on in baseball? I'm think I'm talking in a Vince, this There's a Vince Russo conversation. This is not a not a. Sonny, I don't know conversations. When, since when you came a damn about baseball, well, the, the mm-hmm. Japanese national team is, is 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 playing the Americans in the finals of the world championships. Oh, and now you care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's how the whole thing got started. I let it slide on that. But then, two weeks ago, in the world track and field finals, okay. They had a Japanese guy, a Japanese guy makes the finals. I say, Sonny, are you watching the the track and field world, track and field finals? Japanese guy makes the finals in the 100 meters. And we all know, no Japanese guy has come within 100 to 300,000 people of being close to the fastest man in the world. Okay? And that says, y'all ain't built to run 100 meters. You built to run 30 meters. Yeah. After that, your legs are too short. All right, Jimmy the Greek. All right. Okay, All right. no, no, no. All right, I'm, Jimmy with Jimmy. All right, I'm with Jimmy. Jimmy. I'm with Jimmy. I'm with Jimmy. Jimmy don't tell no lie. The man was telling the truth. And he gets castigated for it. We're going to get to that in a minute. But I'm just getting, I'm just getting, yeah, you laughing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you laughing. Yeah. You know, you, 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 a lot of people just don't want to hear the truth. And I got a whole a lot of ammunition on that. But let me get off Sonny Ono right now. You know what Sonny says? What? Well, he's not 100% Japanese. I said, yeah. Whenever any athlete got a little brother sprinkled in him. yeah, oh Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I said, anybody remember? I said, this is the same conversation I had with Vince Russo about Franco Harris.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: He's an Italian boy, but he got some brothers sprinkled in him.
1: That's right. And when he helped run,
0: that's, a deadly cover, that's a deadly combination, dog. Yeah. And see, you didn't know that his brother led the nation in the interceptions, Dale Harris, did you?
1: I did not know that. No, I did not. Yeah. I don't know if you really want to be bringing up the Steelers either at this point. I, well, yeah, we're going to get to that too. Hey, look, oh. man, it's one game. Get off me. I'm just saying. I'm just get saying. off me. Stevie, Stevie, I got to tell you something. You know what happened to me the other day? I'm going about my business. I, I you know, I, Stevie, I'm a man's man. I'm a blue-collar worker. I don't, I don't have Stevie Ray money. I don't have Stevie Ray money, so I'm out there cutting the lawn. I'm still a man who cuts his lawn. All right, I, don't the, I don't pay the CC brothers to come cut my lawn. All right, Stevie, so I'm cutting my lawn, and all of a sudden I cut my toe. Oh, what? Right. So I look down at my toe, and I'm like, wait a minute. This is odd. My, my toe's bleeding golden black. And I'm like, wait a minute. That, that's Buffalo. That's Colorado Buffalo. How about those buffs, bro? Not like the Steelers. Not we got – we're looking at the national champions, bro. Right now, we're – the little train that they said couldn't. And what did, what did Dion say, bro? And you doubted brother Dion. You, you were the one cut on here cutting up the Webster State promos. Remember that? No was you cutting those promos bro now what now what do you got to say? What, what promos you' talking about? about about uh Dion and his son Skylo low whatever his name is now, now what do you
0: got to say okay I can't yeah. believe you I can't believe you going there yeah I bleed I bleed golden black since when
1: hold on see right there this is what I work on right here on my desk okay? Okay. Okay. You I'm you, gonna you, tell bro, you what, what's the word you use when something gets sullied? You sullied his name with the <laughs> Weber. You sullied his name with the Web Estate Star. And he <laughs> came on here, you said, yeah, bro, you were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah I, Look, yeah. I'm gonna say this Go as it pertains to Deion Sanders. Go ahead, Steve. I remember having a conversation with people about Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State. Jackson State, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, Weber State, yeah. Jackson State. Let's get it right, Vince. <laughs> I know you be adding up your little information and stuff like that, but sometimes you sometimes yeah, you forget so, about some of the yeah. stuff that you're trying to add up. It you so know, of another. <laughs> what I said, when, it, as it pertains to Jackson State and Deion Sanders, that I'm glad that Dion has a job with a Power Five, uh, a team that's in the Power Five. But I think he left a lot on the table. This is from an African-American perspective. And this is why we do this show, because a lot of white people that don't get the African-American perspective have comments and ideas on shit that they're just not privy to, and they just don't understand. And I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Because if you haven't been if you if you haven't been around something to see what the conversation goes on in certain communities, you just don't know. And you look at everything like it's all, you know, equal and the same, so on and so forth. But Dion brought something to the SCB, I mean, uh, the traditional black colleges that no one hadn't ever brought before. He brought light. He brought light, and he brought excitement. And what that did, that notoriety opened up eyes Mm -hmm. on traditional black colleges. Okay? It opened up eyes. Gian Sanders, not by the fact that he was winning, by the fact that he's just a polarizing figure, Mm -hmm. and everybody likes him and loves him. So what he was doing was... Bringing the the traditional black colleges up again, whereas they used to be up back in the day. A lot of people don't know this, Vince. Do you know the majority of the African-American players in the NFL Hall of Fame were from traditional black colleges? No. Did you know that? I did not know that, no. <clears throat> yes. Yes. The majority of them. And Super Bowl. Okay. You remember Doug Williams? Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Where'd he come from? Grambling? Yes. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You remember James Harris? Yeah, yeah. Where'd he come from? Grambling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You remember Jefferson Street, Joe Gillum? Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, where'd he come from? You see what I'm saying? Walter Payton. You see what I'm saying? How, how did how did the decline of those players start? Because big schools start wanting to win wow, to, beat of- another, to beat another to another big school. What do you need? Better athletes. Bro,
1: this sounds like the Negro League story with the. Oh, okay, okay. Now you see where go. I'm going. Yeah. I didn't now know you see about, what I'm saying. I, I, I didn't know about this,
0: brother. This is why we do the show together. When it comes to sports, what do you come for your source of historical sports things? You come to me, Vince.
1: So they started purging from these colleges, and these colleges fell right into mediocrity. And then here comes Dion. We're going to bring this back up, and that's exactly what he did. And then he kind of went to
0: greener pastures, I guess. There you go, which I can't blame him, but what I'm saying is, People that's not from, don't know the history of what I'm talking about, they don't see this.
1: Yeah. yeah. I
0: don't blame them. It ain't for you to see. It ain't your world, but it's my world. Okay? Because I attended Texas Southern University when I first got out of school, even though I dropped out. That's why I went. My older brother, brother, who was a political science major, went to Grambling State University Mm -hmm. on a baseball and football scholarship. You see what I'm saying? So. These kind of things mean something to me because so many people came out of these colleges because that is what the NFL went to get. The NFL, matter of fact, a lot of teams like the Kansas City Chiefs, especially back in the old AFL, the AFL needed, the AFL had more black players than the NFL. Did you know that? I did not know that, no. No. What did Aaron, what Ernie Ladd? Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Our, our boy. Yeah. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs. Willie Lanier, Hall of Fame, middle linebacker. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. All, the oldest Taylor. This is Kansas City team. I'm just talking about the Kansas City team. Oh, yeah. Buck Buchanan. Buck Buchanan. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. whole bunch of these guys, are, and they didn't have but eight teams at the time. Yeah. They didn't have but eight teams. But what I'm saying is, going back to Dion, what he did was brought light to colleges that's not even thought about anymore. Whereas that is where top-tier talent used to come out of back in the day. And right when it was getting to that apex, he leaves and goes to greener pastures. So which he that, has a right to
1: do. Can they not maintain, though, what he was doing, or you think it's going to fall off the
0: cliff? Again? Because it had just started. Uh, Vince. That, that sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that just, just just started. So that is what – I'm not saying I had a problem with it. I ain't got a problem with none of it, but I understand where a lot of people are coming from with it. You know what I'm saying? You have uh, – a few other NFL players, ex-NFL players that are over there coaching and so on and so but they're not Dion. Dion not only is a great coach and was a great football player, he's a great businessman, and yeah. he knows how things work. See, Stevie,
1: that's why I want to ask you this, though, because based on everything you're saying and based on everything I know, I wouldn't think that money was a motivator. I'm so, not saying it is. Okay, so that that's why I would think what he started – why wasn't that more important to him than going – maybe it had to do with his
0: sons playing with a big school. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, Shadur Stevenson, do you think he's the number one draft choice coming out of Jackson State? Yeah, that's or do you think point. he's the number one draft choice coming out of Colorado? That's absolutely correct. Yeah, and that's, and that's my son. Yeah, yeah. You got a son, Vince. Yeah. I got a daughter. You already know. What you would do for your son. Yeah, that's a great point. To put him in a greater light. I mean, and I ain't I'm not you I'm not talking that, down you, on that. You can't hold that against them. You can't hold that against him. No. Yeah. No. Because Dion gonna make money because he's Dion. Yeah, right. That's right. Dion gonna make money because his name is Dion Sanders. You see all the commercials?
1: Oh my god. And I d I don't know about the rest of the nation. But every commercial in Colorado was a De'on Sanders commercial. <laughs> every one, bro.
0: Every single one. I'm not kidding you. You see all the uh, promotion leading up to that first game? Oh, my God. About a coach. You remember they they was playing the old song that he had with MC Hammer? Must be the money. Yeah. Remember that? Yes, yes. Uh, on a commercial, I, 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 I fell off my couch. I was like, okay, they're going to get all – But the eye, this is the biggest thing in sports now. So I'm just saying from different perspectives. Stevie, you you don't?
1: Before you get into this last thought, I got to tell you this because this is a fact. Okay. Bro, I go to buff games like, you know, I've been here for about 15 years. I try to go to at least one a season because, bro, I got to tell you, man, just seeing that Ralphie run around the field alone, it's (laughs) a great experience. Right. Bro, I was going to buff games, bro. Forty fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. So, bro, they killed TCU. So I'm like, bro, I gotta be there next week. I mean, it's it's gonna be freaking nuts. Stevie, you could not find a ticket under three hundred dollars. Three I swear to God, bro. I went on every ticket service. You could not find a ticket under three hundred dollars in Boulder, Colorado, bro. Wait a minute. What the people that are sitting down there by the f- stand, what are they paying? Three, bro, you couldn't. There was not a ticket below 300. There was not a ticket, no matter where you sat. Yeah, but them the nosebleeds. Yes, I'm telling you. 300 bucks.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, I, man. man. I wanted to go. I would have won. I'm like, what am I, I can't pay that kind of money. <laughs> I don't got Stevie Ray
0: money. I I'm not that. paying. I'm not, pay, I'm, I'm not paying $300 to go to a college football game if I'm J. Paul Getty. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: just, I, wa- I want you to finish your thought, though. I, I didn't want to interrupt. But, yeah, bro, you, you can't go to a game. No, it's over. <laughs> it's over. But well, go ahead. I want you to finish your thought. You
0: no, know, what I was saying was that's what a lot of the people in our community, not that they got a problem with it. They just seen something c- coming, and now it's yeah. gone. Yeah, man. I I get that one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? They just seen something yeah. coming and a new light on different things and some of the games was being put on certain stations. You know, they got their own network up and going and stuff like that, so people can see some of the game. But then all of a sudden it's gone now. You know that it's like a shooting star. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's bright yeah. and then all of a sudden it's gone, man. Yeah, that's and now tough. it's over here with the big with the big push behind it. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah you went from a independent guy to the big WWE push. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. To the big WWE on top. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we understand that we're from the entertainment business and we know it's all about money, this, that, and the other, you know, like you said, Dion's money is one thing, but look at all the money he's generating around you guys forget Area, it bro.
1: bro forget it ridiculous forget it forget it bro ridiculous that's all bro i i got to tell you something man i used to get listen man when you know when 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 you know when i moved to colorado you know their their sports teams may not be my number 1 team but i will support them cuz i do love colorado right. and i'll support them but bro i got to tell you this man Freaking Denver Bronco fans are so obnoxious, Stevie, that I root against the Broncos. I I root for the Rockies. I root for the Nuggets, the Avalanche. I root against the Broncos because all everything here was Bronco country. Right. obnoxious. Bro, they ain't talking about the Broncos here now. Why not? They're talking about the Buffaloes. Oh. Bro, like you, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it, bro. Wow. It's unbelievable, man. It's really unbelievable.
0: I think so, I do. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, bro. So but it'd be hard. It'd be hard. You have never seen this uh, events in college football before. No, you have You've never yeah. seen this. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about even back in the old USC days. Yeah. Or the Notre Dame days. you never seen this. Yeah. Now, I know I haven't, and I've been watching sports since I was a Liberty Boy. Never yeah. seen something like this in my life.
1: A lot of pressure though, bro.
0: But who can handle pressure better than Dion? I know, but a lot of pressure, man. For if Dion was a regular guy, this would be a lot of pressure. Yeah. This guy relishes it. Yeah. Because he lives in his own world. He always has. He lives in his own world and he don't give a damn about what nobody else say about it. Yeah. That's a yeah. different kind of dude, bro. Because at the end of the day, he's still Deion Sanders. Yeah, bro,
1: I find it just, like, so mind-boggling, just mind-boggling to me that your son has the same genes, bro. Bro. Like, watching this kid play, bro, this ain't normal. Like, this ain't (laughs) ain't my son. This ain't my son stepping on. You know what? (laughs) I'm watching this kid play, and I'm like, it's it's unbelievable to me how you you your father was a great athlete and you're you're born with these genes it blows my mind bro
0: and brother do do you if you watch that kid he's got dion's confidence
1: cool as a cucumber bro
0: and nothing bothers him
1: i know it's it's amazing man it's amazing he, he he wants
0: the competition yeah you know what i'm saying Yes. he wants top level I got to show the world that I'm as good as anybody in the country at this game yeah he wants it yeah and that's that's scary bro yeah yeah well Stevie listen I want you you you
1: sent me a clip and i'm gonna get I'm gonna tell you what the headline of the clip is the headline of the clip is why Deion Sanders is feared. And before I play the clip, man, do you want to set it up a little bit? Tell me why why you sent it to me, why you want to talk about it. I, I know it's older footage, but before I play it, just set it up.
0: The thing about that situation, a lot of people don't remember that with Jimmy the Greek. This was back in the 80s. I can't remember exactly what year, but I remember when it went down. And television made a big deal about it that he was being racist. Jiminy Greek wasn't being racist. Jiminy Greek is saying what i what I was telling Sonny Ono about genetics. Okay. That's what he was talking about. He was talking about the black athlete and he couldn't have surmised it better to black people. That wasn't insulting. It was in only insulting to people that knows the truth, but try to suppress the truth.
1: I, I think he said something to the effect of Stevie, because I swear I remember watching this in real time. I, I, I remember. Yeah. I think he said something about like they they had legs of thoroughbred racehorses. He, I think it was actually I think he was talking about their thighs.
0: He was talking about the anatomy of the player, but he yeah. was also talking about. Whatever you put them in, they will excel. He wasn't just talking about athletes. Yeah. He was talking about the perception of how white people look at black athletes. If you see what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not an accident that if you put him in golf, he becomes the best golfer in the world. If you put him in tennis, he becomes the best tennis player in the world. If you put him in boxing, he becomes the best boxer in the world. If you put him at quarterback, he becomes the best quarterback. You see what I'm saying? That's what he was saying. Oh, if you put him in a foot race because of his anatomy, especially the one that has been genetically engineered in the West, there are black people all over the, all over the world. Why can't they outrun the ones in this part of the world? Vince, you ever thought about that? No. You got a whole continent yep. of black people. Why don't they run as fast as the ones here? I don't know. You know why? Tell me. He's genetically engineered. What do you, what, what do you mean by that, though? What do you he mean has about? traces of different portions of other people within his bloodline okay. because of slavery and how they would breed the slaves just like they did with horses, cows, and all kind of other livestock, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is what he's talking about without talking about it. You see what I'm talking about? You never think about that.
1: I never thought I never thought about that, Stevie, and that that just blew me away right there.
0: You never think about that. You know why? You don't have to. Because nobody wants to think about the horrific things that was done during slavery. You just want to overlook it. That's why nobody wants to teach history of slavery. You don't want it to, somebody to feel bad about it. But history is history, any way you look at it. So what Jimmy the Greek was talking about, it was just an outline of what really is. But let's shut Jimmy the Greek down from telling what's really true yeah do you know that Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson came out and defended him back then? I did not know that, no. Why would Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson back in the '80s now, one guy ran for president, you know, with his slogan, "What was the slogan? You're right. I am, I am somebody." Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And, and and Al Sharpton was running around with Tawana Brawley. I don't know. No, I mean, I don't know what happened with that gimmick. It didn't Steve, go over too good.
1: Stevie, there's there's a billion podcasts out there. This has to be the only one where Tawana Brawley gets brought up every two weeks. For some, <laughs> for some odd reason, Tawana Brawley's always getting
0: brought up. But, but I, never, I never got to see who she was. Did they oh, ever
1: show yeah, her? I, yeah, absolutely. They, they did? Absolutely. I'll have footage for her next week. Okay. This, this is interesting to me, so I want you to finish, man.
0: So, no, no, no. What I'm saying is when they say why Deion Sanders is feared, everything I just chronicled. Everything I just chronicled. And it's going to lead to some other things I got to talk about today.
1: Okay. Well, let, let, let's let play this video first. Okay and then we'll we'll have you uh, we'll have you talk about it after i play it here we go if they take over coaching like everybody wants them to there's not going to be anything left for the white people i mean all the players are black i mean the only thing that the whites control is the coaching jobs now i'm not being derogatory about it but that's all that's left for them so black talent is beautiful it's great it's out there it's, uh, the only thing left for the whites is a, a couple coaching jobs. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> hey, <laughs>
0: okay. with me. I'm
1: sure we'll, they'll take over that pretty soon too. <laughs> I'm not tell you why my, my executives? I'm not going to tell you it's because the blacks aren't intelligent enough. I'm going to tell you because it it
0: is that whites have been running the have been running the establishment. Now listen to this. Just as they've been running the establishment of baseball for too long, and seem to be reluctant to give
1: up power. Well, let's let's say what it is, it. is that there is a sense that. A black can work in the field. They can work in the cotton field. They can work on the ball field. They ask a, brat, a black to use his brain, run a team, plan a team. Oh, my goodness, you're talking about
0: real integration. If they
1: take over coaching wow, like everybody that's, wants them to,
0: there's not going to be. You don't a- remember, oh, Al Campanis. You don't remember what he said, right? I I, I I know who Al
1: Campanis is, but no, I do not remember. You don't him. remember what he said? are you been, Vince? I don't remember. I don't remember, Stevie. Go ahead. Man, I'm, I'm getting, all getting all tired all of you, too. man. I'm honest with you. Bro, I just told you uh, Doug Williams was from Grambling.
0: Oh, that's an easy easy one.
1: What other white guy you think knows that? Joe, I I just told you about Joe Gilliam, bro. Now, go ahead. What did Al Campanis say? Tell everybody who Al Campanis was. He ain't nobody to me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Fair
0: enough. After those derogatory remarks. What did he say?
1: This episode will continue with Part 2 next week right here at Russo'sBrand.com.